Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 14, looking at verses 19 and 20. I started it on yesterday, but I had already gone over my five minutes and still had so much more interesting stuff to share. So I'm going to go over 19 and 20 again. And this is one of the most powerful moments in the whole book. Paul, surely bloody and bruised from the stoning he had just endured, Surrounded by believers, maybe some who had just come to faith through his ministry, got up and went back into the city. So let's listen to verses 19 and 20 again from Acts chapter 14. Then some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowd over. They stoned Paul and dragged him outside the city, thinking, He was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up and went back into the city. The next day, he and Barnabas left for Derbe. Again, Acts chapter 14, verses 19 through 20, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close for prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 14, verses 19 through 20, read from today's New International Version. Paul and Barnabas are in Lystra. They have uh, ministered there. They healed a lame man. Um, The people in Lystra, who are pagans, they worship idols. They think that their uh, false gods have taken the shape of humans, so they want to uh, offer sacrifice in honor of Paul and Barnabas, and they're like, no, you can't do that. This is blasphemy. So they tore their clothes, you know, uh, to get them to understand this is not what we're trying to do. We're trying to uh, share the good news of the gospel. We worship the God who created everything, not a God that we created with our own hands, which is what they worshiped. So. And while they're trying to get that thought across, the Jews from Iconium and Antioch came and stirred up the crowd and made them believe that Paul and Barnabas were maybe sorcerers or magicians. So now the people have stoned Paul and Paul was the spokesman. So it's like uh, the old saying, don't shoot the messenger. That's what they did. They stoned Paul. And then because they thought he was dead, they dragged him out of the city. The mode of punishment shows that it was planned and executed by Jews. They apparently were eager to satisfy uh, themselves that they were inflicting punishment on a blasphemer, stoning him to death. 
The blinding, stunning blows fell on him as they had fallen on Stephen. And it is one of the instances in St. Paul's life of this form of suffering. And he talks about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25. And remember, Paul, when he was Saul, was, uh, well, well, he was uh, responsible. He held the coats. Don't say he was, I can't say he was responsible, but he was there when Stephen was stoned. And here, the same thing, the same fate is befallen him, except in his case, the Holy Spirit allowed him to live through it. But let me continue sharing from the uh, commentaries. Casting him out to be buried with the burial of an ass, of a donkey, of just a piece of an animal. They drew him out of the city, supposing that he was dead, which added to their bar, uh, their barbarian, they were uh, their barbarity and inhumanity, is what the uh, commentary says. For they not only stoned him until he was dead, as they supposed, but they dragged his body through the streets of their city in contempt of him and indignation against him and cast him out of the city where they left him as unworthy of even a burial. But the disciples gathered around him and he rose up and went into the city. And that's what makes this a powerful moment. Paul, bloody and bruised from the stoning, surrounded by believers, he got up, he shook shook it off and went back into the city, back to this place where all this hatred, hatred is. They, it was, it is obvious, had been the his the disciples had been powerless to prevent the attack, but they stole out when it was all over, uh, with the purpose of giving Paul a decent interment. We uh, may fairly think of Lois and Eunice and Timotheus as present in that crowd, weeping first for sorrow. And then with exceeding joy to find that the teacher whom they loved was only stunned, not dead. Probably by going into the city and showing himself to the new converts, at least, if not to others, Paul hoped, and he, as he reasonably might, to confirm their faith in and their courageous attachment to the gospel. Because remember, they probably saw all, saw all of this. And if you think about a new Christian, if you're faced with that kind of adversity, are you going to say, well, God, you know, I don't think I can follow you anymore. This is too much. Paul is showing them that even though this happened, I'm still going to carry on with the ministry. I'm still going to preach God's word. I'm still going to teach you. I'm going to be there for you no matter what. And then he departed from um, Lystra to Derby. The journey must have uh, been mu- the journey was one that must have occupied several hours. And we do well remember that after the suffering of the previous day, it must have been one 
put uh, probably he was tired. He was in pain. And the city of Derby is 20 miles east of Lystra. So you can imagine how long that trip took after the beating he received. Well, the stoning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for showing us uh, that even when we're down, we're not out. We thank you, God, that even through hardship, that uh, your word still goes forth. And thank you for that picture of Paul. Even after he was stoned and left for dead and dragged outside the city and uh, disposed of like they would a dead animal, that the disciples probably came around him and prayed for him and, and cleaned his wounds. And uh, once he was well enough and strong enough, he went back into that city to make sure that those young converts didn't leave the faith because of what happened to him. Father, we pray for those who this is what they face every time they go out to the villages and homes and even in high places, Father. Keep them safe in their in their task of sharing your word. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. You know what all the prayer needs are. Thanking you in advance for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.